2: There is a candle in every soul. You're listening to Lit Speak with Patty Sheen on Blog Talk Radio. Some dark, there is a spirit who brings a fire, ignites a candle, and makes it.
3: Good morning and welcome.
2: Here we praise the
3: truth in God's creation through the ideas inspired by human imagination. During this hour, we hope to ignite your candle, that you may use it to brighten the darkest corners in your world. Morning and welcome. You are listening to literally speaking right here on Blog Talk Radio and the Road Less Traveled Internet Ministries. As you join us on the journey, we invite you to listen for an idea that will inspire you, to tap into your imagination. It is Tuesday, the 23rd of June. June's
4: almost over. Can you, Can you believe,
3: believe it? Derek, no. Do you realize the 30th of June marks the halfway point for 2015.
4: Halfway.
3: That's scary.
4: I know. Hey, and the days have started to get shorter. Days have
3: started to get shorter. I must say they have not started to get any cooler. No,
4: no, they haven't it's, at all.
3: It's been really hot out here these past few days. We're always complaining about oh, something. You know, I don't do well <laughs> with the heat. I really don't. I just, it makes me
4: nauseated
3: and it makes me tired all the time. So
4: if it's only halfway, or if it's, ha- if it's over halfway then, or getting close to halfway, Yes. how many more weeks? until you get your snow back.
3: <laughs> Let's see, okay, July. Uh,
4: wait a you got we got about Anywhere to, from 15 more weeks, 15 something to 20 like that. More weeks out, here, I
3: would say. Yeah, I'm going to be counting the days.
4: Boy, you must look be at, looking forward I'm look to that. Look at one
3: of those almanac things and see <laughs> when it shows snow the first day in Colorado in Los Animas, Colorado. That's your celebration day,
4: isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you just make cookies and have a party and all of that. Yes, getting ready for that snow and yes. that cold weather.
3: I'm just not a warm weather person. I, I don't try. like the I
4: don't like I don't like the hot. Oh, you don't nope. like the it, it. The hot is worse on my on my head after my surgeries than <laughs> oh, the, I than imagine. the cold is. Sure, yeah. Don't I don't now 75, 80 degrees. That's you know that's okay. 100 <laughs> no. Any time there's three numbers in the temperature, it, yeah, it's, it's a bad, much. it's a bad day for it's Derek. It's
3: too much, and that's because people <laughs> would just love it. I we were at the ballpark last night, of course, for our granddaughter's game, and I thought it would be. Absolutely unbearable, even though the game was at seven. Sure. Still. Yeah. But it was not as bad as I had anticipated. And the and mosquitoes didn't start coming out until about eight ten as the
4: game was. They started landing, up. So, did they? Yeah. yeah, they're about the size of B fifty two Bombers. I, I
3: had my little vanilla and Listerine combination. I don't know if that, how does really that work? Work? Well, kinda of, sometimes it seems to and sometimes okay. it
4: doesn't. So. All right. I was gonna ask you how that works. So. I, I
3: would not exactly buy gallons of it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. That's good to know.
3: Yeah. That but, is good to but know. Sometimes the little gnats are awful, too. Yeah, I know. They're bad this year. I know. They're Just bad. horrible. Well, hey, let's tell folks where they can find me if okay. they're interested in finding me. I have a website, and the name of my website is Patty Sheen, P H E T I S H E N E dot com. Mm-hmm. Also, I can be found on Facebook at Literally Speaking, mm-hmm. and I can be found on Twitter at Patty Sheen. Yeah, and I'm always not so much the literally speaking page. I, I get one or two likes mm-hmm. maybe a week, but on Twitter I get quite a few new folks, and I uh, make it a point at least once a week to go in and be sure I follow the people that are following me. Sure. So be patient if you don't hear from me for a few days. Tweaking and you. <laughs> Facebooking
4: away.
2: Yeah, so uh,
4: yeah,
3: I kind of enjoy the Twitter. I try to. Set my tweets up ahead of time. Yeah. It doesn't always work out.
2: But
4: yeah. I don't like anyway. Twitter. <laughs>
3: yeah, you said you don't you don't care for Twitter, and there's a lot of folks that just don't. I'm not a
4: tweeter. You're just not just, a tweeter. I'm and, not a tweeter. And I'm
3: not that much of a Facebooker.
4: I, 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 so I like Facebook. You, you really yeah, prefer the I like, Facebook. I prefer so the Facebook.
3: I think everybody has their own social media venue. That I'm a
4: pastor. There's no possible way that I can say things in 140 characters. In 140 characters. There's no saying, possible way. I'm the way.
3: writer so I can be concise. Yeah.
4: My... <laughs> yeah. No. Two totally different entities right exactly.
2: there. Exactly.
4: Yes. What we need is Twitter for pastors. There you go. Like 18... Why don't you
3: start that?
4: Well, there's not enough space for 18,000 characters.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be a problem. <laughs> that
4: could be. Yeah. I, I, I'll look into that.
3: Yeah, why yeah, don't
4: you? Yeah, I, I, will, I and, will check into you know, maybe, that and maybe see. Maybe
3: two years from now you'll be the next, what's his name, Mike Zuckerberg? Whatever I his don't first know.
4: Name I don't even the know what his name guy. is. The yeah. Zuck guy, yeah. Yeah, the Zuck guy. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah so you just never know. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's tell our listeners a little bit about our guest this okay. morning. Tracy Sockwriter is a wife and homeschooling mom to three children who she identifies as the Scientist, the writer, and the gymnast. I like that. She is also a mom to two adult children who now have children of their own, so Tracy must be a grandma. Mm-hmm. Tracy and her family have moved from suburbia to the country, which has resulted in many adventures of which homeschooling is surely one. She is famous for her chicken pot pie and has mastered gluten-free cooking. Tracy, like many of other other guests before her, also has a fascination with words and she happens to be the co-director of Way, the Words and Youth mm-hmm. Writers Conferences, which, for our listeners who have been with us for a while, we sure. can refer back to our show with Chris Richards, mm-hmm. who is is the uh, the founder of mm-hmm. of Way. So uh, I love the way some of our guests just kind of tie in with each other. I know. I know.
4: That's, That's great. So it yeah. it really shows the community that yeah. uh, that exists.
3: So, we'd like to welcome Tracy to the show. Welcome, Tracy. Good morning.
0: Thank you. Good morning. Thanks for having me.
3: Well, you're welcome. Tracy, I just want to ask you, I'm not quite sure, how old are your three children?
0: Uh, at home, I have a 14-year-old and almost 12-year-old twins.
4: Oh, my Oh, twins. Okay. Goodness. I
0: didn't realize you had twins.
4: And you had time to do this show? <laughs>
3: <laughs> They're great wow. kids. Girls or boys, Tracy? Two
0: girls, two boys, one of each? Twins? Uh, two boys at home and a girl. The twins are boy-girl twins.
3: Okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. My goodness. And and how long have you been homeschooling?
0: We've been homeschooling for nine years now, since the beginning for the 14-year-old. Oh,
3: how neat. How neat. And what, what factors made you decide to consider and choose the homeschooling option, Tracy?
0: Well, sort of a conglomerate of things. We had the two older children who uh, went through public school and had uh, numerous difficulties that weren't recognized as such. And so, um, as we had more children, uh, I did actually send the littles. I call them the littles, the three at home uh, to preschool. <laughs> and I sent them to preschool, and just more and more, the Lord just sort of You know, just sort of prompting me To homeschool at least uh, The scientists, that is And then when the twins came along I'm like, um I don't know about this, God So um, You're going to have to make it Very clear So after they graduated From preschool And the preschool teacher said "Um, Well, she's ready And he's not ready to go to kindergarten That was our our red carpet into the homeschooling
4: that? world of twins. <laughs> I have no Sorry, idea. Sorry, Tracy, what, I, you I got some no, kind of a weird sound yeah, breaking in breaking on our, in our, into our audio thing, so.
3: here. I don't know if you're hearing it. but
4: <laughs> I have no idea what that <laughs> like was. like a
3: huge <laughs> doorbell. Weird. Yeah. Anyway, it's gone now. <laughs> Sorry. Okay.
2: No, it's hey, all good. There's
4: no one at your door, is
2: there? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay.
4: I don't know what that was. Anyway, continue, Tracy. We're sorry.
0: Oh, no. So, you know, we just started from there. Um, I have some great homeschooling friends, and and that's one of the important things about homeschooling is surrounding yourself with like-minded people that have trudged that road ahead of you. So um, I had a lot of help. Well,
3: Tracy, I was going to ask you, we have a, I don't know if you're aware, but we have a, a YouTube presentation that we do at the same time, so I use the photos that you sent me, and I kind of dig up some photos from the internet, and, and there was a photo on there that said, uh, it's got a little blackboard, and it says, hello, my name is Mom, and a question that I had in mind is, is there, an, and I don't know quite know how to ask, is there like a an identity issue as far as, today I'm your teacher? Tonight I'm your mom cooking dinner.
4: I mean <laughs> yeah, sure. Really, yeah, I mean, absolutely.
3: When when you're in school, do you do your children refer to you as mom or do they refer to you as as Mrs. whatever or how does that work?
0: Uh I am definitely mom. Uh, we I I have a gift of cynicism and sarcasm. So we're a pretty light
2: <laughs>
0: light family around here. Um very relaxed as far as homeschool goes. And because they're older now, I do get to do laundry and cooking and stuff like that while they're while they're self-propelling, you know,
3: doing their work.
0: Yeah. I think that would be a
3: cool way to do things myself, but one of my concerns would be I can see me being able to teach maybe 3rd grade math,
2: <laughs> but you <laughs> yeah. know, when
3: you get up there to like sophomore physics I'm not so sure that I would be able to to convey the appropriate knowledge I guess is my concern Tracy how does that work for you
0: well it was also my concern because I probably went to algebra in high school and then when I went to college took the regular algebra class and that was my minimum so uh, thankfully, my husband is a computer scientist, so we kind of had that covered. But the best part of it is, again, there's so many uh, pioneers in the homeschooling world that there's some wonderful curriculum out there that, um online and uh, book-based or computer-based that fills in where I would have those gaps.
3: I could. I, I, I was thinking about that on the way here this morning. I thought, man, sure, if I had to teach like international history,
2: mm-hmm.
0: CEO, forget it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, oh well, I tell you what, second. history was not my my favorite thing as a as a student when I was young. But I've learned so much in the last few years, especially in world history, that I just wonder what in the world was I doing for twelve years. <laughs>
3: I don't know if you've ever seen it's come across on email from me a couple of times the test that a child had to pass to get out of the 8th grade in the 1800s Mhm. Right. Okay. I have seen and, that. And, oh man, I'll send it to you, Tracy, because it's amazing. <laughs> it, 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 when when kids talked about when people talked about having an 8th grade education back then. Sure. And we look at that and say, Oh, t- too bad those poor kids, but I'll tell you what, they knew more than I do with yeah. a college education. Sure. It's amazing
0: <laughs> the stuff that I, so I agree with that eighth grade uh some because you know, you look at the Amish folks and they go through eighth grade, but those people are entrepreneurs, they mm-hmm. have, you know, their own businesses, they're able to just you know, they have a life. They they sustain.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Well, <clears throat> question I had here,
3: and I think we kind of covered that, Tracy, is how flexible is your teaching style, your schedule, your subject matter as a homeschooling parent? It, it, I would think it must be kind of neat to be able to say, okay, this morning we're going to do this, we're going to have class this afternoon, right. or we're going to skip Monday and do ten hours on Tuesday or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is the beauty of homeschool. We are flexible. When the uh, children were little and the boys were in scouts, I used a lot of the scout pins and badges and field trips as our science, so we got to all enjoy that. We've taken field trips with uh, other homeschool families to places like the water treatment facilities, um, just oddball things that, you know you wouldn't be able to get to do during the day, so we've mm-hmm. those are those are the fun things.
3: It sounds like it <laughs> uh what options are open to parents who wish to involve their children in extracurricular activities Tracy and I'm not, the first thing that comes to a person's mind is usually
2: sports, sure,
3: but I'm not even thinking about strictly sports. I'm thinking about suppose you have a a child who wants to be involved in the band at school or forensics knowledge board <laughs> yeah, yeah Derek's yeah. son is very much involved in yeah. forensics how does that does that work
0: right so uh again colorado is a very homeschool friendly state and so you are able to what's called dual enroll um mm-hmm. what you can do is take some classes science math um you can do those types of things Or you can just pay activity fees, uh, the cost of what it is for sports, band, art, those types of things. Um, And a lot of Colorado schools uh, in their districts even have public school for kids one day a week, and my kids have participated in that since day one. Yeah. The the one that we're involved in now, they have PE, Language Arts, art, uh science and music very good yeah
3: well you you had mentioned the concept in our communication back and forth of unit studies and whole learning what does that mean
0: my my favorite actually when especially when they were little on the on the blog talk there's the vinegar pie um Yes, mm-hmm. we'll bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> we did we uh studied some early pioneer days, so basically, what that entails is us going to the library with our twelve book bags and checking out every possible book that has to do with the prairie as far as historical either Civil War-wise, um, we've read stories, uh, Little Britches, for example, um, and then we learned about their their lives and how they lived and, you know, politics, even clothing. Um, those types of things are, are unit studies. I um, mean, there's some wonderful websites where you can download whole unit studies. So what the whole learning is is just not just, Shoveling data at them. Uh, It's really looking at education from a a literary standpoint, and from a science standpoint, and from a critical thinking standpoint, where you're not just memorizing facts and moving on. You're really looking at Mm -hmm. Mm timelines, also. Yeah.
3: Well, it sounds like you're, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) applying them to, to maybe daily life too, in such Mm -hmm. a way that a person grasps a real understanding of what they're reading about. And, right. And so it's right. like fun, Tracy. It sounds like homeschooling is just fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is fun. There are some hard times. You know, it's not for the faint at heart, for sure.
3: <laughs> hmm yeah. yeah. I I was going to ask you about testing, and I just wanted to throw this in because I heard this on the radio this morning. Did you know, Derek, with your pastoral background? Yes. Do you know what the Hebrew word for testing means?
4: No, I don't.
3: It means to take a keen look at. Oh. So I thought I'd throw that in because my next question, Tracy, uh, what state requirements do homeschooled children have to meet? Are they subject mm-hmm. to the same testing? Like our kids here in Colorado have the TCAPS, the Transitional Colorado Assessment mm-hmm. Program. They have the CSAPS, the Colorado Student Assessment Program, et cetera. Do, <laughs> do homeschool students have to to take these well,
0: tests as I, well? I, yes. they. I took a look okay. at the local charter school, and uh, basically for the springtime they were actually in testing for almost three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. And that's just at the end of school time. And they're usually taking what's called the MAPS test, and that's an individual test that shows skills at the beginning of the year, skills at the end of the year. My kids actually were able to take that test, Um but Colorado standards are uh 357 and 9 and uh those are national national standards so you can take any test that is nationally based where they uh, can compare what students their age and their grade level are, are are doing um homeschoolers usually have to test above 13% um which really not that hard to do um and part of the beauty of homeschooling is if they're testing at that level or below that level then um you're not so much red flagged but you know there is available help with such places like the the public school one day a week and things like that yeah so yeah as long as it's nationally based yes three five seven nine for colorado
3: Okay, and I realize to our listeners we're talking about Colorado simply because we live here in Colorado.
0: Right. Right. We can't
3: expect to be able to to give everybody in their individual state information, but I did want to point out the fact that in the little bit of research I did, there's like scads of information on the internet. There's tons of it. Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So like states like I think Texas and definitely in California, when you're homeschooler. You have to in California, you have to be um under an umbrella school, so that's how they catch those kids okay. um mm-hmm. you ha in some states you actually have to be a a teacher, which you know um I disagree with personally, mm-hmm. but I understand where they're coming from mm-hmm. um i I know my children best, and that's one of the reasons why I suggested the the way they learn book um I'm able to individualize my each child's education geared towards their, their learning bent, geared towards their, you know, are they uh, a visual learner, an auditory learner? Um, are they able to think linear, or are they, you know, abstract? So um, how's that segue? <laughs> right,
3: and when I checked
0: out The Way They Learn,
2: mm-hmm.
3: which is actually the book we're going to be giving away mm-hmm. later, Uh I noticed that it was written some years ago, but obviously it is a tried-and-true concept because it's been around for quite some time.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. And I know you had highly recommended it, Tracy.
0: Yeah, there's a few books that I I would probably put on the list for before you start homeschooling lists, and that would be one, The the Way They Learn. Definitely Five Love Languages. Um, Mm, That's a great book. Yes. yeah, Yeah. You know... Not only do you need to know what your child's learning style is, you need to know what your own learning style is because mm-hmm. we, as teachers, have a tendency to teach to our learning style, um, and that doesn't always work.
4: Exactly. I was going to ask Tracy real quick. Just, uh, it, I have all kinds of questions popping in my head. Tracy, my wife's a, uh, an educator at, <clears throat> in mostly K through six, but primary, and spent a lot of time as an instructional coach and and just steeped in an, in assessment and and curriculum mm-hmm. and i was wondering if uh through the homeschooling avenue how much common core actually creeps into that or is that something that as a homeschooling uh educator you can stay away from or
0: well um In the past, in the past two years, we've been able to stay away from it. There's a wonderful list out there where people have done the homework where this is common core aligned or not common core aligned. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of the Christian curriculum is uh, classical education, more like what we were raised on. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, And so it is not common core aligned. Um, Most of them will tell you we're actually above that uh some of them have aligned and um uh, the unfortunate part is the casting in 2016 will in um uh, the SATs will actually reflect common core and so as homeschoolers uh we will be affected and a lot of people say in in homeschooling circles that we wouldn't be but depending on what your child is going to do for, you know, furthering education or, you know, going into business or whatever, those those will affect us, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Tracy, you uh, had made some comments in our email exchange about socialization, and I really liked one comment that you made here because you said that a sad thing about homeschool parents is that they are often attacked for their you're not socializing your child because she or he is not in
2: school. Oh, uh, yeah.
3: And you made a comment which I really liked. You said you would actually make the statement that your children are probably better socialized than public school kids because they're actually they actually look at adults in the eye and speak.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I love that.
2: Yeah.
3: And also <laughs> that you you believe that homeschoolers have more critical thinking
2: skills. Mm-hmm
3: because they're better adapted to having they're better adapted to having conversations and they're not shoved data all day long <laughs> and i agree I, with you yeah.
0: i agree yeah. with you and i i think
3: I it's do. kind of i do you know and I, I, look,
0: I look at my husband's company and and this is a perfect example is he's a, a computer architect but he's surrounded by people who have and on his team who have just graduated college um who have Computer degrees. He also has guys who were in the Navy who were on uh, ships and boats and and fighter pilots who don't even have degrees that are in that particular uh, computer area. And I mm-hmm. uh, they they range from you know twenty five to sixty five. And I I think because homeschoolers are around a lot of different age children that they're not. Stuck, if you will, in yeah. just reacting yeah. They're not and just react and remain Yeah.
2: hmm
3: Well Tracy, it's time for our break. Mm-hmm. And okay. before we go to break, I wanted to make our listeners aware that Tracy has two blogs. One is called Country Road Chronicles at WordPress dot WordPress dot com. And the other one is way mm-hmm. The the URL is a little bit long. So I'll remind our listeners, those who haven't who listened regularly, those who haven't listened before, on my website, under the Blog Talk Radio tab, there is a page. It's called Website and Social Media Information. It's there for all of our guests. And there is a link to both of, of Tracy's blogs there. And also, Tracy was gracious enough to supply a wonderful list of homeschooling resource information. That page is there's a link to that page as well. It's on the website, and she just has a whole bunch of different references there. She has some books that she mentions and support for, for homeschoolers, so I would urge anyone who's interested in homeschooling to go ahead and check that out. You are listening to Literally Speaking right here on Blog Talk Radio. Our guest today is Tracy Sockwriter, and we will be back in about five minutes. Stay with us. Thank you.
4: Two roads diverged in a wood. And I took the one less traveled. And that has made all the difference. The Road Less Traveled Internet Ministries. Derek and George Live. Becoming Christ-like. Solo and Hutch. All stops on the road. The road of enlightenment. The road of discovery. Join us each Thursday and Friday morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Time and Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Mountain Time as we invite you to join us on a journey. A journey on the road less traveled. Right here on Blog Talk Radio. If you watch a game, it's fun. If you play it, it's recreation. But if you work at it, A golf course should aspire to generate as much energy as it consumes. And four miles north of Marion, Indiana, is a golf course that does just that. 6,690 yards of pure energy, Arbor Trace Golf Club is a course that's beauty is matched only by its bite. A course that can test not only the steel of one's nerves, but the metal of their irons. It's a course for the beginner who desires to learn the game as well as the player who is ready to challenge it. So whether you're looking to play just for the fun of the game or the opportunity to work hard on it, Arbitrace Golf Club is the course for you. Give Arbitrace Golf Club a shot because in golf, the most important shot you ever make is the next one.
1: Stay connected to what matters most with high-speed service from Seacom. For the home, we offer access where you need it most. Whether you're looking for high-speed internet or an in-home voice package or both, Seacom has your house covered. Send emails download music and surf the web with the fastest service in southeast colorado our two-way wireless connections offer download speeds of up to 15 megabytes but with a fiber connection the sky is the limit for the business ccom offers voice plans broadband internet bsl and ethernet circuits our fully integrated metro ethernet platform segregates your data traffic logically at the switch avoiding the latency of multiple routers and quality of service overhead with only a single router between you and our nationwide backbone carriers you really will experience the internet at the speed of light we also offer point-to-point data links to connect all of your business locations and if you're looking for carrier-grade data transport or dark fiber look no further than SeaCom's extensive privately owned fiber network we own and maintain our own network with more than 1200 miles of fiber and growing throughout southeast colorado so whether you're looking for dark fiber for cable a dedicated corporate network, or carrier-grade data transport. Seacom has the answers. Visit us at ccom.net or call us at 1-800-657-7149. CECOM, world-class communications right in your backyard.
2: Hello to all of Derek's listeners. Thanks, Derek, for giving me time to share my heart's passion, encouraging cancer, long-term illness patients, and their families. Gilead is an outreach that encourages over 2,400 people in 38 states. Our goal is to bring hope and help to those on the journey through the unknowns of treatment, family stress, and spiritual questions. One such story is Eric, whose senior year in high school was interrupted by the cancer that he was diagnosed with, interrupting a three-sport high school year. It changed his life and his perspective. Today Eric's family oversees a foundation helping to find a cure. We're currently in our fifteenth year, would love to have you as a partner, either as a volunteer or a gift financially. Look for us on Facebook at Gilead Ministries. Welcome
3: back to Mid Speak with Patty Sheen on Vlog
2: Talk Radio.
3: Thank you for staying with us right here on Literally Speaking and The Road Less Traveled Internet Ministries. Our guest today is Tracy Sockrider. Tracy has been talking about homeschooling. She homeschools her three young people. The Littles, I believe she calls them. Yes, (laughs) the Littles. And we're going to talk about a couple of other subjects. But first, we have a winner from last week's giveaway.
4: Yes, here we
3: go. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. First of all, the giveaway was two books. Last week we had Dave, Pastor Dave Hamer. He is the founder of River Spring Ministries, and he offered two books, His Cruel Cross, My Mercy Tree, and Father of the Fatherless, and the winner is Marion.
4: Marion. So yes. I will
3: notify Marion that she has won these books, and I'm sure she will enjoy them immensely because they're...
4: Oh, yeah. Really great yeah. Foods. Oh, they are. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
3: Very much so. So, well, let's get back to t- today's show and Tracy. Prior to the break, Tracy, we mentioned your blog, and one of the things I found there references one of my favorite things in life, and that mm-hmm. is food. <laughs> 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 you mentioned food quite a bit on your uh Country Road Chronicles. I can never remember Love the name. That Country food. Road Chronicles blog. And you specifically mentioned gluten-free foods, and I'm wondering, is this uh, something that you have had to use for a family member, or is this just something you became interested in, the gluten-free?
0: Well, it cooking. was a a little road traveled. We, uh, one of my sons, has some. Uh, some learning issues um uh, mostly visual um and and along with that because they have reading issues along with visual problems they they get very frustrated and uh after doing years of research on this child uh I you know walked into a functional medicine doctor and said help and so uh-huh. she did a, a bunch of tests for us and suggested That uh, he had some allergy tests and he came back uh, gluten sensitive. And so, uh, and that, and a lot of other uh, allergies. And so, we uh, headed down the gluten free route where um, I should have bought a lottery ticket and bought everything gluten free. (laughs) and we, uh, my my mother lives with me, so her and I went to baking, uh, trying new recipes, buying books, checking out books at the library, and um, so that was the uh, the A to Z blog challenge in April. I gluten free blogged from A. I don't think I made it all the way to Z though. I think I got to.
2: <laughs> you did pretty good. Yeah.
0: I can't, Thank remember, you.
3: I can't remember what, what letter you got up to, but you did pretty darn good. <laughs> <laughs> you were up there, at least, were... you know, well into the second half of the alphabet yeah. from what I saw.
2: <laughs> so uh,
0: it, It's been fun. It's been challenging. I've learned a lot. Um, I've had some great support from friends who actually are, uh, are celiac, which is, um, it, it's, a higher level than than what we are now. Um, I've tried to go back myself and got quite ill, so I think we're going to stick to this gluten-free diet. So, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: um, yeah.
3: And clarify for me, Tracy, my understanding, and I may be completely off base, is that gluten is basically flour content, is it not?
0: Well, it is the uh, substance in flour that right, right. helps maintain its stickiness and its uh, stick-togetherness, if you will. Yes. Um, those proteins in our in our flours have changed over the years, and I think that's why we have more um, awareness of gluten intolerances. Um, I won't even go into all of that, but there are okay. so many flowers out there now, bean flowers, nut flowers, coconut flowers that you're able to cook with these days and um blogs all over the place. Um some people think it's a it's a fad. Um speaking for myself, you know, I I have I feel better, I I think I feel better. I think better because there's less fog when you're gluten-free, your intestines work better. Therefore, you're absorbing your minerals better. Um, Those are some of the advantages.
3: One of the questions I had, suppose I were to take a cookbook that I have at my house and make, I don't know, chocolate brownies, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which calls for a couple of cups of flour. Could I just substitute one of these other flours or do you have to have alternative recipes more or less
0: Um, you need to have alternative recipes unless okay. you had a a flour blend um because what happens is you have to add xanthan gum to the process so that it sticks together you have a a hot mess
2: <laughs> Okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> You know what's chocolate you can't really go wrong with but you know hot mess and yeah taste free probably <laughs>
3: Okay, well, I just wondered, because I have never uh, tried any kind of gluten-free thing, and I just wondered if it was something that, oh, instead of two cups of flour, I put two cups of coconut flour or something in there. Yeah. <laughs> it would be fine.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> don't, don't try that,
2: huh? Don't gluten. try this at
3: home. <laughs> okay. Well, you mentioned earlier when we were talking about homeschooling, you mentioned vinegar pie, and we have a picture of your vinegar pie up here. So tell us fine? about vinegar pie.
0: <laughs> um vinegar pie apparently was made out on the prairies um when when we uh started making it uh, the kids are like uh, you're putting what in a pie? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. uh uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Right. But if you think about it, it is apple cider vinegar, and that's what they would have had, You know, either applesauce or apple cider vinegar from apples they either dried or pressed or whatever. Um, it actually mm-hmm. had quite an interesting texture, almost like a flan, <laughs> but oh, uh-huh. not quite a pudding. And um, it was sweet. So it had a ton of sugar in it. <laughs> That's what I
3: wonder because yeah. vinegar. Yeah. Have you ever eaten those vinegar and salt chips? I mean, oh they're,
4: yeah. They
3: really oh yeah. Have to make you
2: pucker up your tongue, you
0: know, <laughs> your mouth. Well, it really has a an interesting uh, kind of dilemma in your mouth. Yes.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What exactly am I eating? Yeah.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. So where did you find that recipe, even?
0: Oh, uh, we were, uh, you know, at one of our library trips, um, big bag of books. Uh, one, was, that one was called Skillet Bread, Sourdough, and Vinegar Pie. Okay, Basically, right. we were studying the pioneer days and uh-huh. just the food of those days, so... Um, you know, I got out the iron skillet and tried to make some, you know, some bread. Ethics <laughs> failed. But, you know, we have a good time. <laughs> oh, it
3: sounds like fun. Well, yeah. I just wondered because I've read several historical, factual books, you know, nonfiction. I had just never come across vinegar pie yeah. before.
2: Yeah. I thought, wow. You know,.
0: I had a lot of response on the blog from that saying, oh, my grandmother used to make that, or, you know, I remember really? so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, my I personally were had never. They weird heard of, back
4: then. we <laughs> what they had to eat. Wow. Right.
2: Our
3: mom was an avid baker. She never lived out west, but she was an avid baker. I'll have to ask her if she ever made yeah. a vinegar pie. And I
4: think that's an, a a great way of doing it. You know, Tracy was talking about studying the early days, and, yep. and the kids get to do that. I know Christine used to do that with kids. They would they would make butter. Oh, yeah. It yeah, you know everybody makes butter and everything, and the <laughs> students just it's an it's a great way of attaching what they're learning sure. to something that's right in their face and and it, I I don't know if if all kids would like the vinegar pie, uh, <laughs> but but it's great to to do that and it does bring back the idea that people do say oh yeah grandma used to make that and mm-hmm. and all those things so it's a wonder wonderful thing. Uh, to do, but I will have to say I will probably not make vinegar pot. <laughs> no, I, I doubt
3: that I would rush home and look for the recipe either. Tracy, sorry.
4: <laughs> Unless I was in Tracy's class, and then you know, then I'd try it, but if I don't yeah, have to do it, old, I don't right? think. Yeah. Yeah. Tr- Tracy,
2: we <laughs>
3: have I all about two ten minutes ten. before our <laughs> <laughs> giveaway, so tell us, you said on your, uh, I think on your blog, I remember mm-hmm. you said your chicken pot pie, you are like nationally famous for your chicken pot now pie. Now
4: that I'm going to eat.
2: Tell us. Uh, special yeah.
0: about it. um, well, it's Time to do a little okay, brain so, kind on of yourself.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah.
0: Confession time. This is not the Weight Watchers gluten-free chicken pot pie. <laughs> That's my That's chicken pot wondered. pie
4: right
2: there.
0: <laughs>
4: That's
2: mine. It
0: has a, a good old-fashioned Crisco... Um, Yes. Yeah. That's my kind yeah. of food. <laughs> right. Yeah. I when I at one time I worked for Weight Watchers and I I did the math on one piece of pie and uh some <laughs> folks at the time were allowed uh 20 to 20 points on for the day for your diet. One piece of my pie was as many points. So
4: Good grief. I have always said that Chicken pot pie is all you need to survive. One piece of pie a day, and there you go. (laughs) You've got everything you need.
0: It had all the food groups. I don't see the problem.
4: I know. I'm not quite sure what everybody's (laughs) up in arms about.
0: (laughs) Well, I'll
3: tell you what. Okay,
0: so here's here's the funny thing, though. Guess what the secret ingredient in the crust is. Lard. Vinegar. Oh, oh no. how funny.
4: <laughs> wow, can you imagine that? have a piece of chicken pot pie and then, then 20 minutes later get your vinegar pie and, and all that. <laughs> you Boy, you all vinegared up.
2: <laughs> You're all
3: set. <laughs> well, Tracy, we come to the time in our show when this is Derek's favorite, very favorite
2: Yay.
4: part. Because
3: he gets to play Uh-oh. his little giveaway jingle.
4: Yes, that's right. Uh-oh.
1: It's time for, let's speak, literary steal of the week
2: literary Steel of the, week.
4: smooth as vinegar right there, I'm telling you That's...
3: <laughs> he just loves it, Tracy. He lived for Tuesday morning so he can play that jingle
4: <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I can... up himself. Sometimes I just sit and play it in the studio when, bet you when, do. I, when I'm down, you know, when I'm down.
3: <laughs> oh, goodness! Well, let's look let's to our, our giveaway yes. book here. Mm-hmm. Okay. This week, listeners, we are giving away a copy of the book that Tracy mentioned when we were talking about homeschooling, which is entitled The Way They Learn by Cynthia Ulrich Tobias. And I would dare say, Tracy, that this book is probably not something that is limited to homeschoolers. I would think
0: absolutely not. Uh it it would help you understand a, your child's report card really. Mm-hmm. Um it it helps in communicating with them uh on a regular basis. You know, I the the whole boy girl difference is right in front of me because I have twins and right. uh, they're you know they they grow and they mature at different levels, you know. We we talk about hearing with blue Blue hearing aids and pink hearing aids, and
2: mm-hmm. seeing things
0: with, <laughs> you know. And so this book actually uh, was pivotal in in helping me to teach because as my as my twins got older and I started to see their learning differences, um, the writer girl can can take in all things abstract, and she is she's a writer. She's a lovely writer. She helps me uh, edit some some things w- with way. I've been a judge and I've let her do some of those things. She sees things in a different manner, and uh, with the gymnast, it's black and white. I have to you know, I have to file things away in their in their right places. Mm-hmm. Um, so it helps you to understand their learning styles. You know, are they linear? Are they abstract? Do they? Um, do they they talk about things in big pictures? And this just really helps you because when you start to get the the blank stare, you know you've gone <laughs> yeah. into to, to bad territory.
4: <laughs> yeah, the yeah, eyeballs kind of gloss over. And yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I do they need do. Mean to make our
4: <laughs>
3: listeners aware of how they can sign up for the giveaway to win a copy of the way they learn. And the way that our listeners do that is to go to my website, which is again patty P A T T I, Sheen, S H E N E dot com. Mm-hmm. And under the Blog Talk Radio tab, in capital letters, there's a page that says Let's Speak, Literal Seal of the Week Giveaway. And you go to the bottom of that page, there's an Add Comment button. Click that. There are three fields that need to be completed one is your name, and first name is fine. The second is your location. Once again, that can be very generic as far as your state or whatever. If you don't feel comfortable putting your town in there, that's fine. The one thing I do need, though, is your email address because that's the only way I have of making contact with you if you win the book.
4: Got to have that or you don't get it. Exactly. I also
3: want to make winners aware. Winners.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: Contestants. Mm -hmm. Entrants aware that I do not use your email address for anything. I'm not going to send you a newsletter, I'm not going to scam you or sell it. Sell it or anything like that. I don't even keep the page. I delete the page as soon as the giveaway is over. Mm-hmm. This giveaway will close on Monday the 29th of June. 29th of June.
2: Can you believe no. that? I know. No. at
3: 8 p.m. and that's mountain daylight yes. time for those who live in other time zones. So I would urge folks to even if you don't have children yourself, you have grandchildren or nieces or nephews oh, yeah. or whoever. Hey, all of us know a parent. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so sure. I
3: would urge our listeners to to uh, sign up for this giveaway.
4: Yeah, and everything on on this is is on the up and up. It's it's done it's by random, random random yeah. dot org. Yeah. So Patty's not cheating.
3: No, I don't cheat. I'm not sure that I like random.org. It seems like they always pick the lower numbers, although today was actually the last number.
4: Well, I've so tried to cheat it. it for, what, almost six months <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, you've and tried to not, cheat it, and yeah. it never worked. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> so it's a pretty sturdy website there, random.org. There's a
3: built-in thing there, Tracy. Because if Derek Hutchinson's yeah. name is in a drawing yeah. It's, it's, Eliminate his number. It's secret.
4: It's secret HTML code. It's it's code that they put in there.
3: It's crazy. Yeah,
4: oh, just crazy. can't win. Yeah.
3: Okay, we only have a few more minutes with Tracy. Mm-hmm. So, well, Tracy, like like many of our former guests on the show, you like to write or edit or both. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite genre to write and why?
0: Um. Okay, so my favorite genre to write probably is my blog because I have so much fun um
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know and that shows self- too
3: I love yeah. reading your blog
0: and mm-hmm. so that shows mm-hmm. <laughs> the self deprecating city girl goes to the country you know is 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 fine <laughs> makes vinegar um, pie yeah. <laughs> that makes vinegar pie right <laughs> um but as an author um I've just been working on a book for the last few years um, about the woman at the well, and so it's Ooh. it's and it yeah it's it's a in, work in progress for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah,
3: sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. I love biblical yeah. fiction. Yeah. That's I assume that's what you're mm-hmm. leaning toward is biblical yeah. fiction. Yeah, yes,
0: it will, it, it yes. will have its sort of own little genre because. It will have a parallel with a, with a young girl who writes uh, letters to her grandfather about uh, some abuse. So I, it's, uh, it's a spin up to to prove how the woman at the well probably had some type of abuse uh, in her past that oh, landed I'm her surprised. where she's at. Yeah. hmm hmm mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: hmm
3: Exactly. Well, Tracy, you are the co-director at the Words and Use conferences.
0: So tell us what your role
3: is and what you teach.
0: Well, I'm a co-director, which means I get to be the computer person, Facebook blog lady. Um,
4: The fun stuff. The fun stuff, exactly, yeah. The
0: fun stuff, right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, I'm the comedic comedic relief. So... um, (laughs) When you take my class we i uh, it's always interactive uh it's always fun um i I usually get the afternoon class right after lunch, so I have to wake them up and- uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh the last the last conference we talked about uh editing um the next conference is coming up is July, and you can check that on the way. Um, conference page um, I'll be talking about blogging go figure So,
2: mm. well I wonder mm-hmm. why yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, well, yeah, yeah this, act, this conference actually is going to be really fun it'll be a, a, a mix of things we're going to talk about kids writing in magazines we're going to talk about blogs we're going to talk about photography um, oh, just, a, just a lot of fun stuff for them
3: hmm well, speaking of that, Tracy, I'm going to make a little pitch here for your daughter as well as for your students. On uh, on my website, mm-hmm. pattysheen.com, I have a Teens of Today and Tomorrow blog. And yeah. what I like to do, I used to do this every month, but I didn't get enough submissions. What I like to do, so I changed it to the fifth Tuesday of every month, which is, <laughs> there's four of them in, mm-hmm. in uh 2015, and the next one happens to be coming up on June 30th. I encourage young people to send me their work. There's no money involved, and they have complete rights to their work. I just post it
2: mm-hmm.
3: on that uh, on that web blog page that I have. So if if like I say, your daughter has a piece that you would like to send in. I even accept book reviews. I love book reviews from young people about YA books. So oh, okay, if you know some young people that like to write. Please tell them about me
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. our listeners
3: too. Yes. In fact, let me give out my email address. Mm-hmm. My email address is patty p a t t i dot sheen s h e n e at gmail dot com. So if there's any young people out there that do like to write, I'd love to hear from you. So yeah. I just thought I would put that little pitch mm-hmm. in there. <laughs>
2: that yeah. sounds
3: great. We have just a couple of minutes left, Tracy. As always, we run out of time with our guests. We could yes. talk to you for another hour. But oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we wanted to thank you so much for spending time with us today, Tracy.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Thank you. I had fun. I would like to remind our listeners that Tracy does have her two blogs and also that wonderful resource page. There's a link to that, all of that, on uh, pattysheen.com under mm-hmm. The Blog Talk Radio tab, the websites and social media page, she's she's at the bottom because I usually put the last sure. guest yeah. at the bottom of the page, but yeah. you can just go in there and, and find her, and you'll have links to her two blogs and also, like I said, to that resource page, and that resource page just has all kinds of links all over oh, the place. Oh, sure, yeah. Oh goodness there's homeschooling on there and mm-hmm. there so I believe you even linked to a couple of uh, pages about conferences don't you Tracy if I'm not mistaken and I mean you yeah. really you really went all out when I asked you for a couple of resources Yeah <laughs> you well, gave there's me a so whole page full yeah. and, mm-hmm. and we appreciate that very much and you listed some books that you would recommend and it's a it's a very good uh very good resource for mm-hmm. folks that are may be interested in homeschooling. So thank you very much, Tracy. And Thank you. We we have had a wonderful time with you.
0: <laughs> I've had fun. Thank you.
4: Thanks, Take Tracy. Goodbye.
0: Next week.
4: Next week.
3: Well, was it two weeks ago? Yeah. We were supposed to have Jimmy Jack Ritter, who is a gospel singer-songwriter out of Nashville. Mm-hmm. And we had some... Cell phone disconnection, I guess you'd say, and we never did get yeah. in touch with Jimmy Jack. However, it just so happens that Jimmy Jack is going to be in our area next week.
4: And, and in
2: our
3: we're studio. We're going to snag him yeah, and try you. And get him in here to the studio where we you
4: can betcha.
3: really enjoy some time with him. That's going to be so much fun. To play is, a song or two on his guitar. Yes. And so
4: yes. We're just May, have a, everybody will play. want to make sure that they check that one out. Well, check yeah. them all out. Oh,
3: all the shows are wonderful. This they're, and
4: this would be all great. Unique. Yeah, this will be great because it will be the first time we've actually had a guest had in, a, the studio. in the studio. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah so Fantastic. Really cool. Really Fantastic. Cool. Yes, yes.
3: So I'd like to remind our listeners once again to go to Tracy's blogs, go to my website, mm-hmm. sign up, or uh, not sign up, what's the word? Uh, Friend me. <laughs> yeah, friend me. Friend me. I'm literally speaking on Facebook. I I try to keep up with that page and uh, put a little notice out ahead of time as to what our next show is going to be. Mm-hmm. And then there's also on the on the website, there's the Blog Talk Radio. T- oh, and I forgot to mention, we have our mobile page.
4: Yes. We mobile have,
3: page, uh, M. M.Lidspeak.com. M dot is dot mm-hmm. in mobile, dot speak mm-hmm. And uh, that'll take you to that'll you you All kinds site, of things, yeah, to our sites. Your uh,
4: Mobile phone. smartphone, or
3: -hmm. iPhone or... iPad. iPad, whatever it is you happen to have, those mobile devices. Yes. So, yeah, be sure and come and check us out. And, of course, follow me on Twitter, Mm -hmm. at Sheen. I'll always follow you back. So, let me remind our listeners throughout the coming week, let your heart be open to what God is telling you through your imagination and act upon it. Look forward to seeing you next week, Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Daylight Time. Until then, God bless. There is a candle
2: in every soul Some brightly burning, some dark and cold There is a spirit who brings a fire Ignites a candle and makes his own